Hello, I'm Kelly Catherine. Today's podcast is entitled In Search of Poinsettias, or So I Thought. There's a lady on Church Street with the loveliest poinsettias at great prices, she said to me. She knew that I was looking for fluffy, good-looking poinsettias that wouldn't break the bank, and a colleague at work was trying to help. She too wanted some, and we agreed to pay this downtown Kingston in Jamaica vendor a visit. She reassured me that I would get parking and that she would direct me. Parking is sometimes a headache in downtown Kingston. So, at the appointed time, we removed our jewelry. After all, we were going downtown Kingston. We grabbed our tiny purses because there is no need to advertise, and we headed out in my car. Traffic was heavy going up Duke Street. The commercial district that is downtown Kingston, Jamaica, was a bustle with pedestrian and vehicular traffic. On a regular day, downtown is a bargain hunter's paradise, so everybody and their mother was trying to maximize their Christmas spend, and they were out in the brilliant December sunshine in the middle of the day, in the middle of the week. The traffic was sluggish, and I decided to make conversation as we slowly made our way up the road. You see, my passenger, my guide, and my parking attendant is my co-worker, but we're not really close friends, if you understand what I mean. So, what are your plans for Christmas dinner, I inquired. Food is always a great place to start, as far as I'm concerned. Well, she hesitated. We would normally go to my in-laws, but for the past two years, we've done nothing. There was an awkward pause, but not for long because I sensed a story. How come I pushed? I tended to do that. She sighed. "Ah, Two years ago, my sister-in-law was rude to me at dinner, Kelly, she said. I was hurt, but I held it in, and I decided that I didn't need to put up with that ever again. I listened, and as I listened, I sensed that she was conflicted, that she responded to that situation in the only way she thought she could have, but that she wasn't really comfortable with her decision. I pushed a little more. So how do your hubby and your kids feel about your decision? Don't they miss the jollification and family togetherness? I asked gently. She sighed again. I've encouraged, I've begged them to go without me, Kelly, but they don't. I weighed in. I explained to her that as mothers, we are the nucleus of the family, that everything revolves around us, and that if we aren't happy, no one else is really happy. Then I felt led to share a story with her. I told her about my friend Rachel. I actually met Rachel on Twitter. She was a 30-something professional who was suffering from lupus when we met. She was always a lively and engaging tweeter 
posing link, posting links to interesting topics and offering witty comebacks up and down my timeline on Twitter. She tweeted in passing that she was spending Christmas alone. Immediately I perked up. No one should be alone at Christmas unless they choose to, is my belief, handed down to me by my own mother. Now, let me confess, I am not the most sociable person. I am no social butterfly who loves to entertain. Not me, no siree. But Christmas has always been a time for family and food and fellowship. And so I reached out to her. She immediately accepted my invitation to dinner. It was a bit of a logistical challenge for me as she wasn't mobile and she lived all the way in the township of Portmore, which is miles and miles away from where I lived. But I planned around it. I picked her up early and warned her that she would have to watch me cook and prepare and just spend the day with me. I got a bedroom ready for her in case she needed to rest and took out blankets and socks, since where I live in the hills is delightfully cool at this time of the year. I fussed for nothing. Rachel fit right in with the family, and we all embraced her immediately. Our other guests came later in the day, and that December the 25th, 2016, was another warm, enjoyable, fun time. One Wednesday, in early October, long after our Christmas meeting, I spoke to Rachel. She was in hospital, but she was upbeat that she would be discharged on the weekend. I was supposed to call her that weekend to make arrangements to get something to her later that week. I didn't call her. The weekend passed, and on the Monday morning, heading out, I remarked to my son Nick, that I had to call Rachel today, today, today. Imagine my horror when I saw Rest in Peace, Rachel, on my Twitter timeline later that same Monday morning. Two frantic phone calls later confirmed the worst. Rachel had passed away in hospital the previous evening. Life is short, I told my colleague in the car with me. At the end of the day, is whatever you're holding on to really worth it? By this time, we had parked and exited the car. All the nice poinsettias had been sold. But you know what? I wasn't disappointed. I had the distinct feeling, the almost certain knowledge, if you will, that the drive out for poinsettias was not really about poinsettias, but it was more about the delivery of a well-needed, perfectly timed message to my colleague that could potentially impact her life and her family's life for the better. Something infinitely better than potted plants for my home. A couple mornings later, she came in late and she came straight to my desk. She was beaming and bubbling as she pulled up a chair. I know you are disappointed about the poinsettias, Kelly, but I have to tell you, I think the reason for our little outing was bigger than poinsettias. <laughs> she shared how late into the night she wrestled with the challenge I offered her. 
she felt compelled to reach out to her sister-in-law to resurrect family dinner on Christmas Day. She had discussed it with her husband and children and they all eagerly encouraged her to reach out. They were in full support. She eventually WhatsApped her sister-in-law at 7.30 in the morning and almost immediately her own phone rang. Her sister-in-law was on the other end, happy and eager to pick up where they had left off two years ago. My colleague told me that she felt a great weight off her shoulders and lightness in her heart. She was excitedly and happily working out many plans and best of all, the family was going to be together for Christmas. She knew beyond the shadow of a doubt that she had done the right thing. I have a feeling that this Christmas was going to be a very special Christmas for that family. Is there a fractured relationship that you need to address? Christmas is as good a time as any to deal with it. Is there a lonely person in your circle that you can include in your plans? Christmas is a great excuse to intrude. Are you the lonely one though? Are you the hurt one? I'm sorry for your pain and hurt. And I encourage you to reach out. You'd be surprised at the welcome waiting for you at the end of that call or text message. Here's to an abundance of love and happiness this holiday season. I'm Kelly Catherine. Uh -huh.